okay, on this episode, because it's the same week. It's the same week. Uh-huh. It's the same week. Do you like accents? By head injustice, then you come to the right place. What are you talking about this week? Five out of two is the name of my case. That is not your case. I'm tired of two. <laughs> that's not your Five case. out of two. <laughs> it's not. That's not it. <laughs> Five out of twelve. Five out of twelve. Yes. Okay. And you. I'm are doing a bunch of clueless criminals. If you've been keeping up with our podcast news, <laughs> we did the it. We did it. We did it. Did it. Did it. We finally we lost it. the episode. <laughs> like we've no. lost episodes before. Yes. But we don't want to say how because we don't want her blight in the situation. But the point is that things have happened before that are beyond our control. This was entirely within our control. <laughs> um, we were recording. Our episode was kick-ass. You'll mm-hmm. see because we're gonna just do it over. Yes. <laughs> And we got distracted. Well, really, I distracted Susanna with a lumberjack I found on TikTok. I know we lost our episode. It's so worth it. Well, this is it. We paused to watch him chop wood, amongst other things, like take off his suspenders Mm -hmm. and just talk to the camera. Yeah, apparently they asked him to say things like, good girl. (laughs) (laughs) Just random things that he was kind of complaining about. Either way, um... We got so distracted watching this man that we did not notice that our software, which I'm looking at right now, <laughs> it's working, um, and it is working, was not working then. So we just went ahead with the story. We talked about all sorts of shit, mm-hmm. and now I can't tell you what we talked about. I don't remember. We don't. We have our cases typed, but the rest. It's whatever comes. Whatever comes out of our mouth. Whatever comes. So like, I don't remember what we talked on our <laughs> chit-chat, but I have a whole story for you. Anyway, I don't remember what I was about to say. It's gone. But Susanna and I went outlet shopping today, and Look now I am exhausted. Yeah. The reason we went outlet shopping is because I have to get clothes like a big girl, mm-hmm. because I've been dressing like an unsupervised toddler for the last <laughs> five years. And so now that I have to work with other people... <laughs> And I have to work in a semi or more or less professional setting. I had to go get clothes. I think I got some cute things. And um, that's good to see Susanna because she dragged my ass all the way out to the outlets. And we had some some good fun shopping. But now I'm exhausted because I have a shopping quota. And it has been exceeded. Susanna, however, has now tapped into her energy stores. And she's ready to go. This is this is essentially what differentiates us as friends. Earlier today, tell them about how you tried to fuck up my whole outfit by making me smell like vomit. <laughs> no, I was trying to be helpful. This is what happened. The day was very action-filled. I got my braids done by Mina did that. Mina's yeah. the best. They look cute. Susanna came and she met me. And when Susanna came and she met me, um, we said, okay, we're going to go to the outlet. But before we did that journey, we stopped by Davies. At a good reality place. If you amazing. live in Toronto amazing. and so you like Trini food, just ignore Susanna. She's having a meltdown. So. If you like Trini food, Davies doubles and alu pie are very good. We passed by Davies. Mm-hmm. We got some food. <laughs> I'm eating the food and of course... I have a spin. <laughs> so Susanna shows up with her. I have a blank brand pen can help that's going to get rid of this stain. Mm-hmm. I use it. It immediately smelled like somebody <laughs> stepped in poop or like somebody threw up. 
And now I'm walking around the place smelling like this. Huh? And it's like, <laughs> it you like smell shit. so bad. You smell so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so then I had to we buy a dress. No, no, no. We sprayed it. We did. We, we tried spraying uh-huh. it. We tried Lysol. We tried hand sanitizer. Yeah. We tried a bunch of things to get rid of the smell. The only solution was to buy something. So I had to buy a dress at Old Navy and put it on. So I could walk around the mall with it and do all our shopping Mm -hmm. today. So I got sabotaged by this one. (laughs) But trying to be helpful. Yes, she was trying to be helpful. It didn't work out that way. The good news is where she helped was in getting me to the stores so that I could find a few things that I liked. And now I feel a little better about my outfit. Because Toronto is a very stylish place. Depending on where you're, you're hanging around. And I feel like where I'm going to be mm-hmm. is a stylish mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. And where I have been working previously for the last like five years is not a stylish area. Come as you are with your tattered clothes and your whatever. Come as you are. You guys spend like know? a solid three, four months coming in sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. those joggers. Yeah, because it was a very manually driven environment. It's going to be a change for me to be in somewhere where everybody's all like dressed up again. But it might be nice. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be nice to have that to have that difference. Anyway, tell me this tell me this story Suzanne, that you are dying to tell. <laughs> we have to have episodes like Road Range, Susanna Road Range. Tell the story and don't go off track. Tell the story. Let me hear it. Don't tell me about Bakisi Metro and when you used to drive. What I never drove by you see, look what I did. <laughs> you brought it up, bitch. <laughs> Tell me the story. September 23rd, 1982. Oh, my God. <laughs> the day she was born for anybody who's trying to keep up. It's coming. It's July. Hello. It's not even it's August. so close. Closer than Europe. It is closer than my birthday. Yeah. Susanna, what happened to you on the fucking highway? On the fucking highway. So I have two personalities. I either go around people's or I just let everybody go and take a chill. Straight off the bat, you've lied to everybody. I did not. You do not have two personalities alone. Okay? That is where you have lied. So I'm like, what is she talking about? So you have two driving personalities. I said that. I'm here. Jamming my old, old, old reggaeton. Mm-hmm. Because I have a very slow-ass motherfucker right in front of me. And I said, maybe the universe, Susan, is trying to tell you, slow down, bitch. So I took it. I said, okay, universe, I will slow down. Mm-hmm. And I'm on my way to pick up Ryan. And I yang up my music. And I got out of the way mm-hmm. to let everybody else that was at a higher speed going around. Mm-hmm. Me and the slow motherfucker in front of me. And I'm making my way on this slow lane. But I'm always aware. Like, I might not be aware when I'm walking. When, but when I'm fucking driving, I'm trying to be aware of what's happening around me. So I see this car going, like, coming into the lanes, like, passing the furious way. So I see the guy. I move myself a little bit within the lane. He already had another lane here. That he could go. But what happened? Karma is a bitch. I see him coming. And another person. Slower than the front. The one in front of me. Is slower than me. Goes and cuts him off. And then he comes to me. Behind me. Mm-hmm. And he started going like this. Trying to get you out of the way. 
<laughs> you know, they can't, they don't know what you're doing. I don't care. You have to explain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Translate. <laughs> so. Okay, so now he's behind <laughs> you trying to force I'm like, you okay, to move. Normally, uh-huh. when I'm in this mood of, you know, let's yeah, all be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kumbaya and all that. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Let's all be happy. I normally, when I see somebody that anxious, I move to the next side. But I couldn't move because I, I have the fence. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming in out of the highway, in out of the express lane, to into the regular highway. The motherfucker that's behind me comes around because he thought I was the one holding him back. Meanwhile, it's the motherfucker in front of me. So for the people who are listening, you're saying the guy overtook you thinking you were the thing that was keeping him back yeah. only to end up behind the guy who was keeping you back. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know that when you get taken an exit, there is like a merging solid line, mm-hmm. right? That and then the dot, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Dot, 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 uh, you could cross. Mm-hmm. Solid line, no cross. Uh-huh. Exactly. I end up on the solid line. Mm-hmm. That's how bad he took me. Oh, Chanel. Send Susanna left the mm-hmm. body. Bitch, Susanna comes. I'm like, went like all the way into the horn. I'm like, Bleh! I hate people who lean on the horn. That really pisses me off. No, no, no. So he happened. The Lord, the Lord opened up that those four lanes that him and I will go on because there were no car coming here, no more cars so over there. Not racing. He goes there. <laughs> he kicked me out of the park. Like if somebody else was coming, Chanel, you would have hit that. I yes. would have got hit yes, by another person. So now are you racing this? Fuck. Night? So yeah, so mm. now I'm behind him. Mm. He happened to go to the same fucking exit. Now so you're this chasing exit, him. Yeah, this exit has four fucking lanes. Four, <laughs> four lanes. I'm going straight, and he's going to the far right. As soon as we get into the same exit, I push my horn. Like that thing, I don't know how it's not, how it's still working, because I was like Aah! all the way. When this motherfucker realized that it's with him, like mm-hmm. I'm, like I'm the one with the horn. Mm-hmm. Start making the, his way here. At this point, I'm only with the heart. Like I want, I want you to know this is directed to you. And so I now he has thing. left his far he right lane. He wanted to, like he to went come uh-huh. to you mm-hmm. in a straight lane. In my straight lane. Okay. So he wanted mm-hmm. to jump two lanes to get to me. Bitch, Susanna was like, "Are you gonna let him come?" Windows down. Come on, me, bitch. This is me. Come on. Again, the Lord spoke. Light was red. I'm like, "Come on, me, bitch." He goes, what's your problem? You almost hit me, motherfucker. And I'm like, ah, ah. I'm like, you piece of shit. You don't know how to fucking drive. You motherfucking piece of shit. Like I'm screaming, like, screaming to the top of my lungs. And then he goes, shut up. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> and he goes, shut up again. Before I said shut up, I remember those, um, <laughs> hey, what's your name? Those videos. The dogs. Uh, Fuck you, Fred. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm here mid-range laughing because I remember if somebody's taking this, I hope they post it somewhere. And I'm like, shut up. You shut up. And like, hey, what's it between the two cars? Fuck. I'm like laughing. I'm like, that's cute. You're still a motherfucker, you know? Oh, you Shut up! Yeah. And what did he say? Because he was so calm, and I'm here screaming like your fucking bitch. Da, 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 da. Um, and then he goes ah, and I went like ah, ah, ah. They can't see ah, you. Ah, ah. 
She flipped him off. That's 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 what <laughs> that's this, so fucking funny. That's what this triumphant um knocking is. Yes. She flipped him off the Ross Galloway. It was so funny for me. I mean, I know the story is nowhere to be funny, but it was so funny that I'm in the middle of, you know, let's do it. Like, it's you and me, bitch. We're already on the street. Let's do it. In the middle of the way, and a TikTok video comes to my mind, and it's just like, I'm going to laugh because I feel that somebody looking at us, going like, look at these two bitches. Hey, fuck you. What's it, you? What's your name? <laughs> I do like those videos. You awesome. know, I think everybody associates me with um, calmness, right? Generally, I try to You're very calm. calm. But I have quite a lot of road rage as well. No. Oh, yes. When I used to drive in Trinidad, I used to get into didn't shit you find all my the time. Sto- didn't you find my story very funny? I thought it was funny when it was funny. The other parts, I was like, that was this fucking is gonna, scary. fucking scary, yes. That was so fucking you, scary. So you want me to laugh at your... At yeah, this? because I was supposed you to be You could have died. man was going to knock you oh. off the street. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. My road rage is different. So, in Trinidad, I used to drive a lot, especially coming down to right before I left. And one time, <laughs> I'm on the highway. Now, our highways are not like the highways mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. They're smaller. They're like two lanes, three lanes, yeah. This is three. It's uh-huh. three lanes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's back home. And, but in the middle. In Barquisimeto. <laughs> in the middle, they don't have like a, a proper median. They have a decorative median with trees. So, like, in the middle, you've got, like, a dip, like, a sink in the middle <coughs> with grass and sometimes shrubs and trees. Mm-hmm. Um, this has now changed. It's not like this anymore, but that's how it was back then. Mm-hmm. I am on the highway, and this guy cut me off so bad that I almost ended up in this oh, ditch, no. this decorative mm-hmm. ditch. I found a way in traffic, mm-hmm. in traffic. To, to wedge fun, yeah. myself behind mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. After I wedged myself behind him, I started shouting curse words at him, mm-hmm. which he can see because he can see me in his rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. What tripped me off was this. He stopped. No, mm. he blew me a kiss. Oh. And I lost. So what did I do? I dug through my whole car. Oh, yeah. Until I found a piece of paper and I wrote cunt on it backwards and put it right no, up against no, that's the, coming. right up against the window. <laughs> so he could see me calling him a cunt from his car. I didn't <laughs> I did. I did. Because it wasn't like I thought this story that you like, oh, I'm wrong rich. If I'm reaching for that's something, I'm throwing it to you, bitch. No, that's, that, that's my rage. That was my rage. I wrote that word. That's, no, but the thing is, is like, I'll do things like, um, I'll do things like follow somebody who has wronged me on the streets. Mm-hmm. Once there was a garbage truck. This is a truck. <laughs> <laughs> and I go and I was on the phone I remember like on the speaker phone my friend and like stop following the garbage <laughs> truck but the worst one was <laughs> what happened to the man in Port of Spain what happened to the man in Port of Spain this particular day there was a lot of traffic who, on the who, highway who's this woman who's mommy yeah I know this particular day um, maybe it's the heat <laughs> this particular day it had a lot of traffic on the highway uh-huh. so I said I'm going to take the main road not the main road 
anybody who knows from Trinidad and Tobago is a different animal because you have to be way more alert because just things coming mm-hmm, across, mm-hmm. like children running across the street, cars coming out mm-hmm. from all over the place. It is a slower drive. But you know what? I just wasn't in it for the highway that mm-hmm. particular day. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm take my time. And I drove from Trin City to Port of Spain. Okay, this is dependent on the this thing this could take you 45 minutes to an hour, maybe. Okay. Uh, depending on the time. So I took my time. I get up there. Finally, I reach Port of Spain, which we call Tong. Finally reached Tong. And there is a bus coming out of the terminal. Mm-hmm. We have a thing called City Gate, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't believe I'm telling this story to the world. <laughs> the bus is coming out. And I have the right away. He's mad at me. He's like halfway out. I'm like, okay, go ahead. The bus is like, no, you go, you go. We do that for like a minute till finally I was like, okay, I will go. As you move the bus, move. I drive forward. Yes, he comes around me and he gone. He just whoosh. But as I went up, the light turned red. Where am I, Susanna? In what? the fucking middle. On the zebra crossing mm-hmm. in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, while I'm in the car, mm-hmm. what do I hear? Pax, 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 pax. So what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Susanna, you know, I looked out my side window and a blind man walked into my car. I do, me or not? And he was using his stick to see what it was, but it was me in the way, blocking um, a visually impaired man on the zebra crossing. Oh, did you get down to the So I drive off. Oh, I can't hear what I hit. Now at this point, I am blocking a blind man. So I am driven. Oh my God. Give me a ticket. <laughs> Give me a fucking ticket. Because you I went through the red light. <laughs> I didn't care. Give me, the, give me the fucking ticket. I was not, blo- I'm not going to be the person who blocked a blind man. I would be like, sorry, sir. I didn't I say part- I would. I want to come. Because he can't figure out what's in his way. <laughs> He doesn't know what's in his weed. And I'm the one with the black community. That's why. Yeah. And I oh, I felt so bad about that. I made a rule with myself. I said, Not to block I'm people. letting... No, I didn't mean to. It's the bus that told me to go up there. My point is, I told myself, for the rest of the day, I was letting everybody who want to cross mm-hmm. the street, cross the street. Cross. Just to, like, balance. Just to, yeah. to come up to level out. You know? Because, like, I was just like, no, how the fuck this happened to me? I can't believe I block a blind man and this has stayed with me for many years. <laughs> okay. And this is when I stopped being angry on the road. Oh, because of how I oh, I blocked this man. It was like, so embarrassing. <laughs> and I thought it was like pebbles. I thought somebody was throwing pebbles at the car. Right? Because of, he's, of course, at a distance from his stick, right? Because like, his stick is ahead of him. And he's knocking the car. I felt so ashamed. I was so... I want to apologize to the blind community. <laughs> they're right. listening to this. Yes, they're listening. They can hear. What the fuck is wrong with you? They're blind. They can hear. You're such an you idiot. This I just want to apologize to the blind community of Trinidad. Okay, I did not mean to do it, and I want you to know that it was that driver for the Trinidad bus. And you thought you had the funny road rage story. Yes, 
Sydney. But nothing you can say will ever trump walking a blind man on the zebra crossing. Like there's nothing. nothing. Like, I am exposing myself. <laughs> you know, to this day, my friend Kidney talks shit about that. Oh, yeah, of course. I'll be like Kidney. You are such a horrible person. He's like not as horrible as somebody who blocks somebody a blind man on the street. <laughs> to this day, it's been years. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, all right? <laughs> Just shut up. Okay. <laughs> you shut up. I'm a different person now. I don't let... I don't let... I am a change, yes. I'm a changed person. I don't let people rile me up to the point where I make stupid decisions, okay, anymore. So just like... Don't you know There's an old Chanel. I'm a walk. <laughs> I've been all this all this day. I'm holding the story because I felt that you were gonna laugh at my. I story. was more concerned that you were gonna die. I'm sorry I didn't laugh enough, but it was truly like I was like, "Fuck! This man could have killed Susanna on the highway." Could Did you block a blind man? <laughs> exactly. Okay. So you're gonna tell a you're gonna tell a funny Rodrigue story. Make sure it fucking fun. Okay. The rest of the day, I just let people cross the street. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, they so blind that they can't. <laughs> no, they weren't. But I did what I could do. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, there was a blind welfare association like up the road, but I would have had to go looking <laughs> to let them cross the street. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. <laughs> This is why we're not rich. Because <laughs> we're bad people. <laughs> oh my god. I just want everybody to know that our bread and butter is not making fun of the same. Okay? We just want to make sure people notice about us. It's not. Okay? Oh my goodness. Oh my god, my chick. It really happened to me. Okay? So just... Chanel, that's not nice. I know. As I sat on that story for, for a long time. This one, look when you hear it. 2022. How long have you known me? Have I ever told you? It comes with a lot of shame. <laughs> comes with a lot of shame. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Well, before we get into the story, shout out to our friends Stephen and Sue who got married. Yes. Congratulations to you. Congratulations. They gave us this nice little goodie bag from the wedding. Mm-hmm. In case you're wondering, they had one of those COVID small, like pop-up kind of weddings. I'm not even mad at them for not getting invited. Let me tell you something. Weddings are so expensive for no reason. But we did get a goodie bag. Stephen, thank you. We Thank appreciate you. our little goodie bag. We will continue to eat these off air. All right, Susanna, hit me. Okay, Marco Musso Sr. and his brother Elliot migrated to Canada and learned everything there is to learn about drywall construction. Hold on. They were able to fund their drywall contracting company, and they call it Marl Contractor. Constructor? Con- what? Contractor. Marl? M A R E L. M A R E L? Marrow. Okay. The company helped place the family network at 1.86 billion. Billion with a B. B. Mm-hmm. As of August 2021, 
the family was listed fifth out of 12 richest Ontarians living in Ontario. So this is why it's called five out of 12. At 29 years old, Marco Musso Jr. became the director of the family business. Why are these people rushing to get married? Like this, this man. Who is rushing to get married? He's he has a fiance and he's ready to get married. Oh, the twenty-nine year old. The twenty-nine year old. Oh. So what? What normally ones want do for a bachelor party? I think a lot of guys want to do things like go to Vegas and I don't know. I, I imagine things that involve alcohol and prostitutes. Uh, that's not my jam. But yes. Point is that Marco Junior went to Miami to celebrate his bachelor party mm. i mean he is a billionaire with a b so he can do shit like that mm-hmm. on september 27th 2015 marco private plane landed at pearson airport around 3:27 p.m he picked up his car and head home just 26 kilometers from the airport, Marco Musso, at a speed of 85 kilometers per hour, he failed to follow stop sign and T-boned a family van. In this van were three children and three adults. 64 years old Nelisa Neville, 91 year old Josefina Frias, Daniel Neville Lake, nine years old, five years old Harrison Neville Lake, two years old Millie Neville Lake. And the children's 65 years old grandfather, Gary Nabil. The police arrived shortly after the accident and they observed that Marco was unsteady on his feet. Okay, but before I get to Marco, is the one who's driving. Marco's driving. He has hit a grandmother, a grandfather, a great grandmother, and three uh-huh. children. Three children. Am I right? Yes. Because there's a 91 year old in there. Yeah, I'm assuming she's a great grandmother. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Some articles said that witnesses called the police. Another said that Marco was the one calling the police. But when the police got there, he was unsteady. He was unsteady on his feet. He had glossy eyes. And to move from one place to the other, he was um, relying on holding himself on other people. Granted, they didn't assume right away that this guy is like under influence because he has just been in an accident right. it could be an, a reaction of this accident yeah he may need medical attention yeah he was also having a difficult time following directions but again you could be in shock the officer saw that he has pee his pen again he has just been on an accident yes and when the officer got closer he smelled the alcohol mm-hmm. from his breath Right away, he was taken into custody for impaired driving. When tested, Marco showed from 190 to 245 milligrams of alcohol in 100 milliliters of blood at the time of the accident. So was it like a 0.19? Yeah. Uh, okay. And a 2 point. Like these are different intervals. Yeah. And a 0.245 yeah. or 2 whatever. Okay. Yeah. Grandfather Gary Neville and nine-year-old Daniel died instantly. Hmm. Harrison, five. Remember, he's the five-year-old, and Mealy were taken off their the life support the same day, within like hours. They were taken into the hospital. The uh, 
doctors assess their injuries and they realized there was nothing mm-hmm. else they could done. Nerissa Nabil injuries, that's the, that's the grandma, oh, okay. were broken ribs, knee hematoma, liver hematoma, right adrenal hematoma, abrasion to her neck, chest, and legs. This is not a great grandma. This is great grandma now. Oh, that's, that was a grandmother. That grandma. And this the is a great grandmother fractured the seventh cervical vertebrae, sternum, and the right clavicles. She spent two weeks in the hospital. Only for that? Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like a long time for broken bones. I think bones. some, some uh, unless they, they can put like screws and stuff on, I don't think they can do much at that age. Remember, she's 91. Mm. So um, the mom is the one who took the children off of life support? Yeah. When they decided there was nothing else to do, the, the doctors at the sick kids hospital, they put the two beds together, make the kids, oh, you know, this is a sad story. And she has a picture of the two hands holding. They make them um, whole hands mm-hmm. and they took the machines off. At the same time? At the same time. Mm. That's horrible. That's horrible. That is sad. Okay, during the investigation, it was found that Marco was dinged 10 times for speeding. The most recent ones was on August 2013, like just two years before he got into this accident. There were two other incidents, one in November 2012 and another one in May 2015. He was found guilty of driving infraction. Now, none of these driving infractions were enough to go on his record. I just don't understand why they weren't enough to go on his record. Like, if you have speeding tickets, they, mm-hmm. they must, they, they can do, you pay mm-hmm. a ticket, and they might take points out of your thing. No, but if he had so many things, he certainly should have lost enough points. That's the claim that people was doing. If he had more, not only speeding, but speeding and impaired driving, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they would have taken away his mm-hmm, license mm-hmm. or whatnot. Also, Marco had no history of alcohol or drug abuse. So prior they, to this. Prior to. I know I look crazy and I look like I'm not paying attention to shit, but I, I, I understand the responsibility to sit behind a wheel mm-hmm. and the risk of interacting with so many people on the road and blocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're right. It's a, like, it's a serious responsibility. Yeah. It is. It a is. vehicle so, is a weapon, essentially. It's not, and it's not like, like, he didn't have the money to look. You know, I was so broke when I came home that I could. I the only choice was to take a take my car now. Yeah, he no. could have gotten a chauffeur. Like, he, he could have gotten, gotten a uh-huh, Uber. Uh-huh. He could have gotten a lift. He could have gotten uh-huh. a horse-drawn carriage. He's rich enough. He could have yeah, hired rich. all of those. Call some fucking buddy. Like, Call one of your friends. Like, at 3 o'clock, 3.30, where's your fiancé? Mm-hmm. You know? Fuck. Like, the responsible thing to do is, like, call me. Mm-hmm. So, Marco Musso was charged of four counts of impaired driving causing death, four counts of driving over the legal limit, four counts of dangerous driving causing death, two counts of driving above the legal limit causing bodily harm, 
and two counts of dangerous driving causing bodily harm. Point is that he was sentenced to 10 years in prison back in 2016. But just February 2021. So five years. He was granted full parole. Mm. It must be nice knowing, knowing all the people. It must be nice to have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Nabil Lake, the mother of the three children, daughter so. of the grandfather was pregnant at the time of the mm. crash it was an early pregnancy but sadly she lost lost it shortly after the uh, accident so she lost all her children all of them mm-hmm. all of them on the drive to the hospital after hearing the news edward lake made an attempt at suicide by trying to throw himself out of the moving car. Mm. Sadly, the Monday after Father's Day this year, the body of Edward Lake was found. He committed suicide. This poor man was probably so tortured after losing his children. Oh, like in like all that. in all the court appearance, and when and Marco Musso at some point tried to um, appeal for parole, mm-hmm. he's like. All I can think of is anxiety. Like, you have chiffed our life completely. I'm not saying that if one children died, the other three would have been... You know, at least you have the other two. No, bitch. No. No. In no shape or form. But these people, all of their kids, their grandkids, that just because one mother piece of shit couldn't jump on a car, on a taxi, Uber, whatever... And get his drunk fucking ass home. Mm-hmm. I find in Trinidad in particular, I have a lot of people who are, I don't want to say they was arrogant drunks, but I have a lot of people mm-hmm. who, when they get drunk, that's the moment they're like, no, that's my car. I want yeah. to drive that car. That's mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just have people who just get like that. I don't know if that's a Trini problem. Only. No, no, no. Back home, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. Like I, dr- in this, I, drive car, better, I drive better. I drive better. I drive when better I'm drunk. drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You hear you shit like that. You have to see me park. Mm-hmm. You hear a bunch of shit no, like that. No, no. And he could have just been one of those people who gets arrogant when they're drunk. But, I mean, look at this. No. So, four people had to die. Two people get injured because your ego couldn't take a back seat this one time yeah you know your ego to drive your ability to think highly enough of yourself and Mm -hmm. your abilities is what it was at the forefront of your mind in this and you didn't give a shit about anybody else on the road Mm -hmm. and for them to charge him with just you know like reckless endangerment for two people or whatever danger no he should have been charged for all the other people who were on that street with him yeah. at that time. Because they were all potential victims no, of and this person. Apparently, there was another car that he touched on the way. Mm-hmm. But there was no major da- damage to the car, mm-hmm. nor the people that was that's that good. were in the car. Well, that's but good. the point that's is, good. like, no, like, that's just the fact that you saw the accident itself... It's traumatizing. And has it been any other person, any other ethnicity? Yeah, ethnicity is a factor. Um, I'm financial, financial uh-huh. station is I'm a factor. positive. Yeah, he would have done life. Or at least Minimum. 25 years. Mm-hmm. At least 25 years. Because how could he do five years after he killed 
four people, technically five if you're counting miscarriage that the, the But not only had. that, Chanel, messages from the victims are so sad. When you hear a grandmother said, I just spent my weekend with my grandbabies. I'm driving them to their parents. And then out of the sudden, they're not there. And I also lost my happily ever after. Like my husband, my mm -hmm. partner was lost in there. Fuck. If you want me crying, let me bring them all. In terms of your personalities, we've got Bobby Susanna. Oops, Bobby That's the blonde one. Okay. Who don't know things. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Then, I dumb, I dumb, I dumb. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then we've got Thug Susanna. She'll fight everybody. Depending on the, the Anybody. Mm -hmm. All the time. No matter the temperature. <laughs> 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 when have you been... You haven't seen me fighting. Have you seen me fighting? I'm like actually losing my shit. I've seen you fight, but I've seen you get quite mad. But I've not actually seen you fight. Let's see which one. We have Goofy Susanna. Like, she's also very whimsical. She enjoys Disney and all things childish, right? Um, Hold on. Barbie? Yes. Mm -hmm. Thug. Thug. Uh, whimsical. Go goofy. goofy. Whimsical or goofy. Either one will work. The other Susanna is a genius Susanna. She don't come out often. It's not that she not come out. <laughs> but she'll hit you with these random one-liners. And you'll be like, fuck, that is a great idea. Because And I'm then you go, I'm full of great ideas. I'm full of great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's very, very random. Okay, genius. It doesn't happen all of the it's time. It's so sad that she's number four. Okay. And then we've got random badass Susanna. Now, random badass Susanna is not to be confused with thug Susanna. Okay, okay. Random badass Susanna is the one who likes to dress hot and just thinks that she's just the shit. Those yes. are Timberland sign. No. Oh. Like when you wear, like when you had like, um, remember we went to Miami and you had your outfit and you were going to wear like the, the jacket, the leather jacket, and you had your leather pants mm -hmm. and you had your heels and yeah. you showed. I was like, oh, look at Susanna. <laughs> I would say, yeah, so you've got random badass Susanna. She doesn't come out often either. No. Because, you know, we have to get dressed up for that one. Yes. Oh, and then you've got um, Dugada Susanna, which is usually her. That's her default setting. Dugada Susanna. These motherfuckers are going to get me, huh? Dugada Susanna is nice, except when she's shouting at the neighbor. <laughs> you know, Dugada Susanna will do things like take you all the way out of town to go outlet shopping and force feed you food from your native land. Mm. Right? It's coming from a good place. It is. <laughs> it's from a good place. Uh, even if you're tired, it's coming from a good place. Just. And that's why I would say is all of these Susannas. And I think people will feel like, oh, a lot of people, these are just, this is just one person that's all facets of people's personalities. I don't think you understand that. <laughs> when it comes to Susanna, she's a hundred percent. So this is not a facet of her personality. It's a whole other personality <laughs> in that time. Depending you know, on the situation. It's not like, okay. How about this, that Susanna? This PMS version Susanna. has come out. This version has come out. No, I attribute that one to the, um, because that one could totally fall into Thug Susanna group or whimsical goofy Susanna group because when you're all PMSy, you want to beat people and you want to eat all the chocolate. Yes. So it, and both. It goes there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All I'm trying to say is, is that it's not like a normal person where <laughs> you'll be in this mood for a minute. It embodies her whole situation <laughs> and then we have to deal with it. You know, sometimes it's great, sometimes it's scary. <laughs> 
Okay, well, in keeping with your case, I can move on to my case, Keep which on. kind of aligns with your case but goes in a completely different direction. <laughs> um, my first clueless case is called Eat My Shorts, which you might remember. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> this one happened in Canada. <laughs> And I thought I had thought at the time when I found it that I had covered all clueless Canadian cases, but I guess I missed this one. 18-year-old mm-hmm. David Zerfla of Settler, which I think is in BC, don't hold me to that, was driving erratically, and this being Canada, you know somebody called it in. Very similar, I guess, to Susanna's case. People probably saw this jackass driving up an animal. It's like, hey, come get this fool. So after being seen bobbing and weaving on the highway, the RCMP, which we've already unpacked as like Canadian Hot. feds. Hot. Hot. Yes, Canadian feds. Moved in quickly to mitigate any further drama. Because they don't want something like that horrible story that Susanna just told us unfolding on the nation streets. But David was avoiding the police. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and decided for some reason <laughs> that he could get away if he was outside of his vehicle. So he doesn't have he thinking to himself, my chances this are increased on my foot running from cars <laughs> instead of staying in my car. So he jumped out of the car and took off with the police in pursuit. The police were gaining on him. But unlike our last set of coolest criminals, if you remember the one who am, um, escape on the ice. <laughs> David didn't have a slow-moving iceberg to escape on. <laughs> so what the hell was he to do? After being caught by Constable Bill Robinson, David was promptly stuffed into the back of a squad car, which is where things took a turn for the weird. <laughs> David, out of options, ripped the crotch of his shorts off and stuffed it in his mouth. Because this young man believed that the cotton would absorb some of the alcohol in his mouth before he was forced to blow on the breathalyzer. Can you imagine that he was sweaty? Ugh, uh, eating your own balls. And he also thought that the material will take away the odor of the alcohol. What if it smelled like balls? <laughs> if it smelled like balls, yeah. <laughs> take, away, take away the smell of alcohol. <laughs> if I listen, I'm like, mm. anyway. You know what? He was right. Obviously, <laughs> under the influence away. of something, David would see himself, even though he was clearly under the influence of something, David <laughs> would see himself be acquitted of the charges because he blew a perfect point zero eight, which was high. But In still. fact, it was exactly the maximum limit for the breathalyzer <laughs> test. And for that, he was left let off scot-free. So, this is it. He chewed up his balls. <laughs> the sweat. The ball sweat. And it's either what? it absorbed some of the alcohol or it got rid of the smell. It doesn't matter because, I mean, that's not going to affect you blowing your breathalyzer. Yeah, there's but people it that have a sip, a sip, like a sip, a tiny sip. Yeah. And there's, there, it breath. comes out of their pores, right? Fuck, it's like so much. I know some people like that. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. But Maybe. listen, that, that story of soaking the sip, like... Back home, they ask you to chew um, paper. Mm. And I don't know if it have anything in Trinidad that it is telling you to chew. If you know, you can go ahead and tell us in the comments. Come forward. You're drunk, you feel like, well, some people, normal people, not you blind blocker person. Whatever, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, you made no point just now except to insult me. No. He didn't swallow his shorts. <laughs> he just chewed it and spit it. So, the next 
story is just a little quick one called mm-hmm. That's What Friends Are For. So we have not, we don't have much. Who sings that song? Dionne Warwick, I believe. That's what friends are for. I believe that's the only one. In good times. Yes. I'll be on your side forever. Yes. Hey, so that's what friends are for. Oh, Jesus. I have so much energy right now. You do, and I don't know how. But you're going to be. Okay. Let's talk. Oh, my God. Kiss, <laughs> <laughs> this one is called That's What Friends Are For. My friend is trying to drive me fucking crazy. Okay. Not much to go on for this one. <laughs> so I'll give them names myself and we'll get on with the story. Okay. Can I name, name no. them? No. Why? I already gave them names Kevin and Brad. Oh, Kevin. I like Kevin. Kevin and Brad have been friends for years. <laughs> right? Friends who like to chill from time to time and enjoy. A little of the devil's lettuce, as Mike from that chapter would say. Okay, so we What's that chapter. That chapter is one of those YouTube crime shows I like to I like to listen to. The devil's lettuce uh. is weed. On this particular day, Kevin and Brad were joyriding when they were pulled over and caught with over a hundred grams <laughs> of weed <laughs> in the car. <laughs> so they were in a word fucked because they would go to jail. So the police now are like, okay, come go to jail. Let's you go. Know, time to go. You'll be caught. You'll get yeah. a phone mm-hmm. call. You could, you know, right. don't worry, we'll deal with it when you reach to jail. Mm-hmm. Kevin, who was the driver, had bigger concerns to take care of at home. So while they were at the station, Kevin took the opportunity to reach out to their other friend, Larry. <laughs> I don't know this, if this was his one sanction call. I don't know if he did this using his cell phone, which he somehow happened to still be in possession of. <laughs> but Larry had heard that Kevin and Brad went shit with the police. <laughs> so when Kevin reached out to him, he was happy to oblige. Like, hey, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, get fucked up mm-hmm. with the police. Yeah, like, what do you want me to do? What do you need? <laughs> Instead of Kevin asking for a lawyer, underwear, clothes, socks, you know, toothbrush, toothpaste, anything. (laughs) Kevin didn't think it true. He instead told Larry to go and water his weed for him back home. And the police, of course, intercepted this message. You, out of all people, should understand the concern of a person trying to keep their plants alive. I definitely tried to keep my plants alive, 100%. But I haven't been arrested. For weed. For weed. And now I need a lawyer. And instead of asking for one, I said, could you go water my weed for me? In fact, he said, could you go water my weed, please? (laughs) So there was no mistake in what he said. It was too high of fuck. When the police got to Kevin's house, they found a small backyard plantation. (laughs) (laughs) And needless to say, Kevin faced time for possession and now as well intent to distribute. (laughs) Because he had a plantation at his house. Do you have a limit of plants to keep at home? In Trinidad? Here. I have no idea. I have no idea. I heard in Trinidad you're allowed to have, like, they're apparently male and female plants. Like, mm-hmm. Ones that bud and ones that don't bud. And you're allowed to have one of the genders assigned to those plants. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know the details, but I don't know what the rule is here. Like, how much you're allowed to have. Like, what's considered too much? Exactly. I don't know. You think Snoop Dogg has his own plant? I'm certain Snoop Dogg has his own weed. Have you ever seen Most Expensivist? Mm-mm. 
First of all, English is not your first language. Expensivist is not a word. This guy, Two Chains, who's a rapper, mm-hmm. has a show called Most Expensivist, mm-hmm. right? That's an awesome name. And he goes and he tries the most expensive of whatever. Mm-hmm. He had like the world's most expensive spliff the other day. It What's was a spliff? Like a spliff is a big joint of mm, meat. Okay. And it was like in the thousands of dollars. It was Shit, like what the hell? Gold and all what sorts the fuck? of yeah. Really? Yeah. Who the f- That's a lot of commitment for it. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you have the money and you literally have enough money to watch it burn, this is where you would spend it on a giant spliff with gold and stuff in it? Where I decide to spend my money, it's not the same it's, for everybody else. Exactly. Like, like, I would say no to a $200 watch. But I put two hundred dollars on my hair, like my hair, like just. Like I would that. say yes to a nice watch. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I would say yes to a nice watch. I'd say yes to certain things, but mm-hmm. certain things I'm like, no, I can get no. that cheap, and I'll be happy. Like, uh huh. Like, <laughs> okay, like for one thing, I know for a fact I can't vacation cheap. Like I, I have vacation on a budget, but you know, like stay in a hostel for a dollar, ten dollars for the night. Mm-mm. It's not my jam. No. And I know it because I tried it and it's not for me. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm speaking like, oh, I, I just judging other people who can do the hospital. No, no. I cannot sleep no. soundly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't sleep. I'm convinced people staring at me. Mm-hmm. The whole shared bathroom down the hall thing is a scene. It's not, it's not all hostels or cheaper places that are like that. Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't handle it. And I just knew I couldn't. Judge me if you want, but, that but that's doesn't where mean, I'm going to put my money. That, exactly. That doesn't mean that you cannot stay at like a four-star, three-star yeah. hotel. That is it can be nice and clean. It doesn't need to cost me $10,000 uh-huh. a night. But I'm just saying, for the people who judge me for not being able to put on a backpack and sleep rough or sleep cheap or sleep for like $10 a night, I'm just letting you know that's, don't judge me because that's where I'm choosing yeah. to put my money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, so leave two chains back. alone. Mm-hmm. Let him smoke his giant splits. <laughs> okay? Anyway, mm-hmm. the last case is called a graceful exit. You know we love silly burglars here. <laughs> and 28-year-old James Allen needed cash and quick. So he devised a plan. He'd go into the nearest tuck shop. A tuck shop is what in Trinidad we call like a small neighborhood shop, right? Convenience store. Like a convenience store, that's right. And he'd hold them up with a toy gun. The problem was James didn't have a toy gun. So his plan was he would rob the shop with a toy gun first. And then use it to To rob rob. the store. Mm -hmm. So he had this whole worked out. So James was trying to rob the shop, not scare everybody to death. So he figured a toy gun would be best. <laughs> so like I said, he didn't actually have a good toy gun at the time. So he decided he just pick one up all he did, yeah. you know, and just follow through. I Where imagine it would be like bright pink, bright, like... I don't know. I don't think... I think it green. probably was like yellow, maybe. <laughs> Something <laughs> like, like those that. those water with guns. The, oh, no. You know the one with the... Um, <laughs> the thing when you shoot it is stick to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, once he was there, the talk shop of his choice, he secured his weapon <laughs> and he went up to a woman identified as Miss Amanda Crook <laughs> and made her open up the cash register with his fake gun and give him money. Mm-hmm. After he collected his meager £134.98, <laughs> all that was left to do was run away without getting Get caught. Out. But mm-hmm. after dashing to the door, James realized it wouldn't be so easy. <laughs> 
from the video, and yes, there is a video which will be linked. You can see James hardly try to open the door, open the door. But <laughs> as it goes, he kept pushing, pushing, and the door wouldn't budge. He pushing and he pushing, and the door wouldn't budge. like, get out already, bitch. He got frustrated. He's like, pushing, 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 pushing <laughs> on the door. If you look at the video, it doesn't last long, but you could see him frantically pushing and pushing the door. Frustrated, James did the only logical thing he could do, and he pulled off his mask, his whole balaclava. You can't open the door with this mask because on. Because that's just what you do when you're mad. And you're going to carry out a crime. You reveal your identity. So pissed at the door, James then demanded Amanda let him out, right? But not before he fall over and drinks the spray right on his ass. <laughs> Poor Amanda had to clean that up. Yes, seemingly fed up of James's shit because Amanda first get hold up with the toy gun. And now she had to go clean up the smith. And he, open the door for you, bitch. She dutifully went over to the door <laughs> to open it for him. And to James's shock and surprise, the door was Pulled open, I not a push door. <laughs> Red. It seems in his stressed out state, James missed the fact that the door was a pull door and not a push Maybe door. Maybe he was an ESL person. It's in England. That and he's mean British. Oh, he not know English as a second. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the whole thing get fucked up because he can open the door. When he was caught. James admitted to robbing Miss Crook because, you know, he went running down the street. But in that time, <laughs> you know, police. police had time to reach because he couldn't open the door. He couldn't get outside. Yeah. And then, I forget to say this part, the last time we recorded, he had attempted the same thing at the same place a week prior. And he was unsuccessful. So they had recognized him. When he did it, already knew who he was. He was coming. And poor Amanda, she's like, I'm not about to die for this fool. Yeah. Like, come with your fake gun. Yeah. If you want to rob us, let him rob us. Let him feel good. Let him reach up Take the street the money. with the money. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda, not about to die for no. this convenience store. Whatever it is. Like, people are wicked because some people are like, whoa, but that didn't you see that was a fake gun? I don't know what the fuck he put on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You people know? put acid and stuff exactly Damn. <laughs> James admitted to robbing Amanda <laughs> and to possession of an imitation fire he was jailed for three years for the robbery you and see? two years for possession of an imitation fire but this fucking bitch from Susanna's story went to jail for five, five years, years which is the same amount of time uh-huh. as this man who couldn't open a door mm-hmm. and rob a place with a rubber gun I just want to put that up there mic drop yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. yeah Anyway, so those were my little clueless cases. Susanna wouldn't laugh as much this time because it what was the way, second time. What a way to close, to close <laughs> that loop in a very, very <laughs> sour note. Yeah, I know. Usually our, our clueless criminal is a lot more funny, but really, this is the second time we're telling this, so the, the jokes don't land as well. <laughs> uh, additionally. Um, but I want to say the blind story. <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> it's a brand new for this episode. <laughs> Yeah, I never told Susanna about it, but because she had not had her road rage episode when we did the last episode, the last recording. Oh, before we go, I want to talk about that piece of shit, doctor. Listen, if you all follow us on Instagram, if you don't follow us on Instagram, I I can't recommend our Instagram. For some reason, people don't enjoy following us on Instagram, (laughs) but they like listening to our episodes. That's fine. Um, we've got the people who only listen to us on our website. We've got the people who only listen to us on Spotify or Spotify, Apple. Yeah. 
And then we've got the people who follow us on Instagram but don't listen to any of our episodes. Fine, whatever. We only have like 200 followers on Instagram. But if you are following us, then you would see we talked about this doctor. The doctor's name is like, I think it's Gabrielle Bazero or something like that. And this absolute piece of shit. Cerro in, in, it's in Venezuela. I don't want to say it's Spanish because there are a lot of Spanish-speaking mm. countries. But in Venezuela, Becerro could be like a piece of shit. Good. It's fitted. So this like absolute bits. piece of shit, mm-hmm. this doctor that he's calling himself, mm-hmm. he freshly finished his exams. And so if you saw the crime that he did, which is basically he orally raped a woman who was sedated while she was having a c-section we're not talking about c-section done i'm not saying that's any better i'm not saying that's any better no but i'm saying i just want the visual to land here for the people who are not following us on instagram whilst like the curtain is up doctors are on the other side Mm -hmm. of the curtain digging through this woman's stomach to take a baby out Mm -hmm. and he has sedated her fucking surgery yes he has sedated her to the point where she doesn't know what is going on and he's on the other side of the curtain peeking over at what the doctors are doing and they're oblivious to what he's doing up by her hair where he's sticking his dick in her mouth and this went on for 10 minutes and the only reason this disgusting piece of shit got caught is because of the nurses who were working at the hospital. The nurses observed that his patients remember he's a new doctor, he's freshly Mm -hmm. doing this on his own his patients were so sedated they couldn't hold their baby after they, you know, and that's not normal all the nurses were like, no, we never sedate women this much because Mm -hmm. you want them to remember the day they had their baby because it's a a joyous day it's a big moment. And so the nurses were like, it's so weird and at first they thought maybe it's a, a education thing he accidentally given them too much and just these nurses had the sense to say no something about this doesn't feel right something about this is not right bless them yes and they hid mm-hmm. a camera and they secretly recorded this shit and they only caught him this one time but imagine the other woman that he did this to. Imagine. And they don't even know that they're happily, they have their baby, the baby's healthy. You know, God bless them. They have their children. But like, how the hell you could do that? The person is in the middle of surgery. And I have long thought that all surgery should be recorded. Yeah. Right? I have long taught this. Because you're in an extremely vulnerable mm-hmm. position. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you don't know if, if, you're, if your entire surgical team are all males. And they have some sort of but weird... You know, but you don't know Chanel. Sex you know, pact. Like, or something crazy like when that. When your body goes through these things, consciously, consciously, you don't know. But subconsciously, your brain is still going. Yeah. And if... And, and, all those emotions, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So this victim might not know exactly what happened to but them, know something but they might there. start developing um, trauma. Trauma, mm-hmm. yes, possible. Like there are, there are stuff that in your some subconscious that had happened to you when you're a baby that you've seen stuff, you hear stuff, you go through stuff. That you were not conscious, but you, your body knows, your brain knows that you will live them. Yeah. But you can imagine, you're happy, you have your baby, and then you find out from a video, which by the way, this fucking video is circulating. And I, I know no, we only no. have a small, we have a small following, but don't circulate this video. I mean, like, this woman has already been, yeah. in, been, um, 
what it was the right word here she's been disrespected enough like she's don't been raped don't exactly don't don't circulate this this video you know let the video evidence stand in court yeah. and let this fucker go away for life that's what we're hoping for because you know you hear about a lot of crimes like they're they're, they're advantages people you know men women they any anybody whatever gender you are mm-hmm. they're advantages people across the genders religion ethnicity religion everything whatever, right? yeah a motherfucker is a motherfucker and as exactly. is an ass we always said that exactly but this particular one I find just really hit hard when I saw it because I was just like that's like the Did ultimate the vulnerable video? I didn't watch the video mm. I just I just took a still of mm. the thing I did not watch the video mm. but it, this is it hit hard because this is the ultimate vulnerable position that anybody can find themselves in Mm-hmm. Who, however you identify, you can find yourself having to trust a medical professional yeah. Yeah. with your safety while you are not aware mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what's happening. Mm-hmm. That brought me back to the case with the doctor, who the dentist who was raping the the, the girls. Yeah. You know, like like you are you are taking a job. That's I hate when people take a job that's supposed to essentially be a public mm-hmm. service job, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they fucking abuse it and use it to hurt people. Yeah. So I really hope I don't want to hear any shit about. Normally, Susanna is the type to be like, "No, cut off his balls," and that is never me. But this particular guy, I literally hope that his punishment is that they hang him by his dick and his balls until they get let so yeah. blue that they want to fall off. Then they will let him down so blood could circulate again painfully, and then they will string him back up and they will do that every mm-hmm. month or every day or every however long it takes every for the hour, rest yeah. of his life every day for the rest of his life totally mm-hmm. beg them to mm-hmm. take it off yeah. just beg them just take it take it go away with it because at this point jail time taking off his license whatever won't ev- whatever he gets done will not recover the damage he has done no it's not he has Never. ruined the day for it's a the- happy day for these women, what makes well, we're making an assumption, but let's pre- let's assume it's a happy day because they're uh, they're women who it's not a happy day for them. But you know, we have to acknowledge that too. But the point is, is that if for the people who it is a happy day, like what the actual fuck? What if the woman on that table was having a baby as a result of rape? So she's already in a trauma situation, mm-hmm. having a baby that maybe she didn't want because you know the Americans think everybody wants the baby that they have, right? So let's. Let's say for argument's sake, she is not having a baby she does not want. Mm-hmm. And you're put in that situation by somebody else mm-hmm. who has already abused you, your body, their position. Like, sex is so available, you know? It's like, so available. You, you, uh, it's so like, available. It's it's like people who people who do shit like this, it's just they're sick and they just want to take advantage of people. They, yeah, it's they, about power. The highest you know, power. Like it's not when the, they, uh-huh. Yes, it's not the, the act. It's itself. not the act. It's not because the act. you can get that anywhere. All you have to do is just accidentally drop the word doctor in casual conversation at the club and you'll find Done. girls who are interested in sucking your dick for mm-hmm. free. You mm-hmm. did not have to do this to mm-hmm. this woman, you know? Or woman, as it were. Because, like I said, the nurses noticed that his patients were... Um, Heavily sedated. Heavily sedated. Anyway, sorry to end on such a shitty note, but... No, I have another story. Do you remember my Venezuelan uh, fake gynecologist? Yeah, the one who was injecting people with the fake um, birth Uh control? They they found another... uh, A lady now. A lady what? A A fake lady lady gynecologist? uh 
What is wrong with people? What the fuck, man? But I'm telling you, more of those are gonna come Just out. Just leave people's reproduction fuck. alone. Like, what does it have to do with it? You know, this like, is... Like, I don't know. Like, no. you can be... Like, you can be so many fake things. This like, is, I, I predict your no. future... You know, your... Yeah. Your... Your... Uh, I don't know. Your great-great-great-great-grandfather is telling you that underneath that column in the middle of the house is a treasure. You know, like, you can be so many fucking things. You're gonna deal... You're gonna fake a whole medical shit. No. Yeah. Listen, Fuck. Susanna, this is my argument. It's just like what we were talking about just now with two chains and the most expensivest, right? Literally, let people do with their money, their body, mm-hmm. their time, their whatever, whatever resource they have available to them, be it money, time, physical ability, whatever. Whatever the resource is, let them do with it whatever the fuck they want as mm-hmm. long as they are not intentionally hurting themselves or other people. If they are intentionally hurting themselves or other people, that's where it becomes a matter of public interest or public opinion because now the courts need to deal with you, the police need to deal with you, whatever, because now you're mm-hmm. fucking up with society. Yeah. However, if whatever, however you choose to use your resource does not affect you or other people in an intentional horrible way or even in some cases accidental horrible way then go ahead why do you care if Uh i choose to not have this baby have this baby why do you Uh care if i choose to spend my money on this thing if i had Uh a million dollars and i decided to buy one million dollar lollipops with it that's my motherfucking business Don't come to tell me if I had a million dollars, you know what I would have done. Who asked you? Was it your million dollars? Yeah. No, it was my million dollars. How dare you spending all that money on lollipop? Wow. That's not your business. I want to practice the art of sucking. Exactly. <laughs> all of this to say, if you are a rapist, you want to have sex, you want to rape people, that is against the law. You need to be held accountable. That is not okay. You are intentionally hurting other people by forcing your stink dirty dick on them. Or anything. Because rape is not only forcing the dick. It's yeah, you it know, could be touching. Too. Yeah, yeah, it could be. No, but that could also be woman too. But my point is, is you know, like, no, that's not allowed. Mm-mm. But if you said, hey, you know what? I decided I no longer want to have sex with women. I want to buy a doll and have sex with this doll every night. Be my guess. Go ahead. Don't bring doll to my house. I find that creepy. But you decide that to th- you want to change things up. You go ahead and you pay this woman and make her pretend that she's she's Sleeping. sedated. My point is, yeah, that but you chose to. You, yeah, exactly. It was consensual. It's a, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. Exactly. And you can still, I guess, enjoy the fantasy of being disgusted. Mm-hmm. But the point it's is, a cho- it's yours. It's a choice. Like, it's a, enjoy your fantasy. Uh, your your legal consensual fantasy. Legal consensual. Do you see this? Consensual. Fuck. People well stink and horrible out there. Aha. We know nothing, so please go to the source. <laughs> We know nothing, so please go to the sources linked on our Instagram at Criminally Clueless or on our website at criminallyclueless.com to get the real tea. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a like or review so we can dominate those ratings. Hey, we might be clueless, but that's not a crime. See you next week.